something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Brain Stuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Cone snails are a group of around a thousand species of venomous, predatory marine snails that live in shallow tropical waters around the globe. Their pretty cone-shaped shells are intricately patterned and brightly colored, prized by seashell collectors, and their venom is fascinating to biomedical researchers and science fiction writers alike. A pretty high profile for a very slow, not particularly aggressive animal that spends its days toddling after worms, fish, and other snails for dinner. For example, in the real world, their venom has been used in therapies from diabetes treatment to terminal pain management. And, this is a little bit of a deep cut, but take the Jurassic Park film sequel The Lost World. In the movie, an air gun with venom darts is used to take down pesky dinos. The active ingredient is purported to be an enhanced venom from the cone snail species Conus purpurescens, which the movie says is the most powerful neurotoxin in the world. For the article this episode is based on, HowStuffWorks spoke with Helena Safavi, an assistant professor of biochemistry at the University of Utah, who studies cone snails and their venom. She said, In the movie, the venom is described as the most powerful neurotoxin in the world that acts within one two thousandth of a second. Uh, faster than the velocity of nerve conduction. None of this is true, but nevertheless very entertaining. Cone snails are very slow animals that cannot graze on algae like their non-venomous snail relatives, but also have no means of mechanical prey capture. Uh, That is to say, they can't bite or grasp like a shark or cat. And despite the lack of teeth and claws, all cone snails are impressive predators. Safavi said, when a slow animal wants to hunt other creatures, it has to evolve potent venom to be successful. Particularly, those cone snails that prey on fish have to have toxins that can potently immobilize the fish prey before it swims away. One of the most remarkable things about the thousand-ish species of cone snail is that there's almost no overlap in the toxins that are made by each. Safavi said, this shows how fast these toxins evolve. 
Even very closely related species have only around 5 to 10% overlap. With each species making several hundreds of toxins, one can estimate that there are around half a million different toxins present in cone snails. Because their venoms are unique to specific species, some species deliver a very minor sting, and others could kill you. As Safavi explained, there are about 40 known fatalities by cone snails, and nearly all, if not all, were caused by a single species, Conus geographus, commonly known as the geography cone. Some of the toxins in this species can cause acute respiratory failure and potentially heart failure. It's also one of the species that can inject larger quantities of venom compared to most other cone snails. Compared to snakes and even scorpions and spiders, death from cone snail stings are extremely rare. Cone snails might not have fangs, but most have a venom-covered harpoon that they use to incapacitate their prey. Okay, mollusks like snails often have a radula, a type of combination tooth and tongue structure. It's often a ribbon-like structure with many tiny teeth, and it helps them scrape up or cut down food. In the case of cone snails, the radula has a venom sac at its base, and it's barbed at the other end. It can dart out at some 400 miles an hour, that's about 650 kilometers an hour, instantly incapacitating passing prey. So it doesn't really matter that cone snails are slowpokes. All the snail has to do is reel its prey into its mouth. Other cone snails, like the aforementioned geography cone, creep up on sleeping fish and shoot out a cloud of chemicals, one of which is insulin, that numbs their prey and sends them into a sort of hypoglycemic coma before swallowing them whole. Yet other cone snails will strike a fish but won't tether it with their harpoon. The fish will swim away, but will fall under the influence of the snail's venom pretty quickly. All the snail has to do is follow its prey and gobble it up. These are just a few cone snail strategies, but with so much diversity in cone snail venom, we have a lot to learn. Safavi said, We know very little about the various ways that cone snails use their venom in the wild. A colleague of mine recently showed that some cone snails use toxins that mimic mating pheromones to lure worms out of their burrows. It's really fascinating what these animals are capable of. Today's episode is based on the article, The Cone Snail is a Slow but Highly Venomous Predator, on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Jessalyn Shields. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters 
every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.